Welcome to episode eight of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. Yes! The official Pokemon <laughs> podcast of Pokemon, uh, not Pokemon.com, comicbook.com. We are not the official Pokemon podcast. We're the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. But hey, we come off so sure, legit. I know, we do. Yeah. We come off. We come off so legit. So legit that <laughs> I even confuse myself sometimes. I mean, I, I've been operating under that pretense the whole time I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Jim Biscardi, and as always, I am here with uh, my other hosts, Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Guys, welcome. Hello. Hello. If you are new to the show, a wild podcast has appeared, comes out every Thursday, wherever podcasts can be found, your iTunes, your Stitchers, your Pocket Casts, your iHeartRadio, you name it. If you can listen to a podcast on it, we be there for sure. Uh, show's broken out into really two parts. This is how it goes. We do a, a bit of a news breakdown, and today we have a, a bit of news to go through. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, then we do a bit of a deep dive. And everyone's favorite part at the very, very end, Christian gives us a Pokemon fact. I've read the question, and I have no idea who it is. I did not cheat, and uh, <laughs> but I am worried about it. I'm, is worried. it? I'm worried about what the answer is going to be. Do we need a content warning, Hoffer? <laughs> no, no. It, it's creepy, but not gross. Okay, okay. good, because I have not eaten lunch yet. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, also on this show, like I said, we cover everything Pokemon. Whether it's the console games, the trading card games, the anime, uh, Pokemon Go, uh, Pokemon stuff, plush, mm -hmm. whatever, we cover it all. So, uh, we are a week removed from E3, yes. where we got a bunch of information. So, if you want to hear us break all of that big E3 stuff down... Just go back an episode and listen to it. Mm. Um, otherwise, you know, we're, I mean, we're going to talk about it more today. A uh, bunch of stuff happening in the, the Pokemon Go space, um, including a oopsie. Uh, looks like uh, Nantic put out a shiny Abra and a Clefairy and then said, uh, oh, crap. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Pokemon Go Fest was last weekend. Um, and at the very start of the event, uh, we were supposed to get shiny Horsey. Mm -hmm. uh, right, that was supposed to pop up everywhere, and when people got to the event, they're like, "There's no shiny horsies here, but there are shiny Abra and Clefairy there." It took Niantic about thirty minutes to kind of like realize what happened. They pulled them, shiny horsey came and uh, came into the game, and the speculation is is that we'll get Abra and Clefairy later this summer. Uh, I'll note that you can currently technically get Clefairy, shiny Clefairy in the game already. Because uh, Cleffa, the baby version, can be hatched from eggs. But you can't find shiny Clefairy in the wild. Huh. I mean, I'm going to yeah. admit I would rather have caught the shiny Clefairy in the wild or the horsey. No offense, horsey. I love you very much. <laughs> um, but I was confused for a second because I know a friend of mine does have a shiny Clefairy. But now that you've explained Cleffa, who is yeah. also my small so wait, child. Did people, uh, did people catch the Abra and Clefairy? Yeah. Do they, so did they get to keep them or did Anantic take them away? No, they kept them. I mean, oh, okay. it's it's not it's not like the uh, Articuno that got out back in 2016, right? Where they Rip. put that one away. Yeah, they. Just, uh, I remember that's why that's why I asked. I remember that. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah, it's, there were so many heartbroken people. That I mean, it, it it's in the context of the game. It has it makes no difference. It's don't, just a an Abra with different colors. Don't, don't talk down to, about my Abra. I love Abra. I mean, Abra's fine. It's just shiny Abra makes no different than non shiny Abra. That's they're, a green one, right? Shiny yeah, Abra. yeah. I, I don't. No, I'm not even gonna go down the road of me not liking. Shiny I will just say the shinies I hate most are the green ones. 
They're the Follow, ugliest. Followed shortly by any yellow ones. Because they just all look sick. I know. They have, like, jaundice. <laughs> That's what I'm like, you need to go to a Pokemon center. Especially <laughs> like, the ones that, 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 are, that are, like you said, that are, that are originally yellow, that have a, mm-hmm. just a tint of that green. They just look like they are seasick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh. It's like, you deserve better than this. I haven't seen the shiny Clefairy. What does the shiny Clefairy look like? It has, like, uh, blue-tipped ears instead of uh, black ears. Mm-hmm. That's basically all the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's yeah. on brand. That's yeah. on brand for Chinese. Yes. I mean, I do like it. I will admit. It kind of looks like a little puff of cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. Um, also, on the in the Pokemon Go front, uh, Kyogre is back. Kyogre is back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on, back. Now you, now so- you say it. Yeah, Kyogre. Kyogre. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Last time we started talking about some Pokemon, we all had a different we all had different pronunciations. So I wanted to make sure we're all on the same page here. That yep. one was always yep. easy for me because it was like Kai, like a oh, weird Dragon Ball right. thing, and then Ogre, oh. Shrek. So I, I actually didn't realize how Kyogre was pronounced. They they came out with these uh, Mega Evolution specials on the Pokemon anime a few years ago, mm-hmm. and one of them features Kyogre, and like I I. Never tried to pronounce Kyogre out loud, and they had an entire episode where everyone's screaming, Kyogre, Kyogre. It's like, oh, that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, back in raids. Um, from now until, I think, the 27th. Um, and uh, there's there's not really, like, a set reason for it, other than uh, we, we get some extra bonuses this week because we completed the global challenges that were tied to Pokemon Go Fest. Uh, so we get, like, double hatch candy... Uh, double hatch candy, uh, decreased hatch distance, and there's one thing I'm forgetting. Um, but Kyogre's... I like oh, Christian uh, says, we. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they are the global challenges. And so mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. It's like, that's, that's, that's a fun thing that Pokemon Go does, where it's just like, we all have done it. Yeah, I had it together. someone in, like, I don't know, Morocco. Which is awesome. Me I and that player. Four of the 46 million yes. field re- <laughs> I contributed, damn it. I contributed so hard, I lost. I am out of incubators also right now. Can we just have a moment to mourn that? Because I also don't want to spend money on it anymore right now. (laughs) But inevitably, this weekend's going to come around. I'm going to go to the zoo and be like, "Mm." The zoo is the best place. Yes, the zoo is an amazing place here. Like now when my kid says, I want to go to the zoo, and I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Like, regularly, I'm like, is it time? Zoo time. <laughs> it is time. There are Pokestops that, everywhere. My yearly zoo membership has just doubled in its value. Yes, absolutely. For sure. But anyway, sorry, Christian, you were saying, no, so, that, no. so we get the extra candies. Yep. And uh, there's uh, extra raid candy. You're always guaranteed at least one raid candy. And so this runs all this week. It'll end next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So uh, if people were, were building a team or picking a Pokemon to use... Against Kyogre, who would you say we should electric type Pokemon? Use electric type Pokemon. Oh God, I can't speak today. Uh, Electric type Pokemon, unless it's Sunny. If it's Sunny, use Grass types. Mm. Um, The big electric types are Raikou, Zapdos, um, uh, Electivire. You can use Mewtwo if it has Thunderbolts. That that does just fine. Uh, Some solid Grass ones are um, Venusaur. uh, Breloom, Executor, uh, I think that's about it. There's one or two other ones, but yeah, Grass Executor has become like low key, like mm-hmm. OP yes. type Pokemon. Yeah, for a while he kind strong. of always has been. Then they nerfed him a little bit, mm-hmm. but now he's like he's back to being like 
bad. He's coming up from the ashes, much like Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got now. He's got the the Alolan uh, gives him that uh, yes. fire and uh, a couple other things, which that's pretty handy because it's a grass dragon type instead of uh, grass poison. I remember the first time I found like an Alolan executor like in the wild, and I was like outside the YMCA, and I just finished a really intense workout, <laughs> and I was like. I can't even, like, it was so big. And it was, like, just when it came out there, like, its head was cut off. And I was like, this yeah. is a glitch. <laughs> like, Niantic has just messed up. This is not real. Because I just hadn't, like, been in the loop at that point. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like, nope, that, okay, fine. So that, I have a couple of them That's my favorite now. part is you can't, you can't actually see it. It's like, you know, the, the aiming, the targeting system just is like its, its stomach. Um, yeah. going just just get a solid <laughs> gut punch in and that's how yeah. you get it. <laughs> uh, moving on from the po- Pokemon Go side of things, um, as we're recording this, it is, it's going live, but we've all have seen it. Mm-hmm. So Adi Shankar mm. of uh, the Bootleg Universe, uh, so he did a Power Rangers one, he's done a few mm-hmm. others, but also... Uh, the showrunner on Castlevania mm-hmm. uh, has just put out a R-rated, very R-rated, very yeah. hard R, R-rated Pokemon short. It's mm-hmm. animated, and holy moly, yes, it's it, dark. It's dark. It's, you got to see Hoffer. Yeah, I, I saw it. Oh, that, that's okay. not the so enthusiasm. I say, so like, I, I know Christian is immediately going to hate it. I knew that was going to happen. Christian immediately going to hate it. Break us, break down the reasons why you hate it. <laughs> you know, well, okay. Uh, 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 it, it covers kind of the thing that everyone realizes about the Pokemon franchise when you squint at it a little bit. You know, <laughs> on its surface, the Pokemon franchise is all about collecting these animals and, you know, you're showing the power of friendship, and then you squint a little <laughs> bit harder, and you realize it's Cage fighting with animals. Um, and so I appreciate that, you know, we, we we got a another yet another look at that entire concept. I mean, that it's a it's a time honored tradition for people to make like edgy Pokemon content. We're like, mm-hmm. you know, Pokemon is actually animal fighting. It's like, yes, we we all know this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, I will say that this is better done than other ones. Yes. I like yes, the very much sequence. so. There's an action sequence where Ash like invades a um, a, a ship and he's like <laughs> yeah. killing people left and right. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was weird. It was weird. I, I, I love Andy Shankar's stuff. Yes. Uh, you know, Castlevania is one of my favorite animated shows the last, like, five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's nothing against him. It's nothing against the quality of animation. But, you know, I, I like my Pokemon franchise made for kids and also slightly creepy. Yes. <laughs> well, for people who probably don't know what we're talking yeah, about, the, so. the, the short is called The End of Pokemon, which already dark AF. Um, but yeah. basically it follows Ash Ketchum, who's finally an adult. He's mm-hmm. no longer 12. He's also jacked. He's he has been working so out. Buff. He is so ridiculously buff, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically trying to get, you know, revenge against the society of like Pokemon training culture and the cage matches, which Hoffer was talking about right. after the mysterious death of Pikachu. And it's this whole like kind of like V for Vendetta like charge against society mixed with like the dark night joker aspects of like his cult being like masked Uh, yeah so so Um, in in that so like his he's leading this 
this group. Yes, that, cult. <laughs> sure, cult. And they're all wearing like Pokemon, Pokemon masks. Yeah. Um, and they're trying like in this system. But Giovanni's the main villain of Team Rocket. And he's like, well, if I can't make money off the matches, then I'm going to enjoy the violence, which is very much Giovanni-esque. Yeah, but yeah, then I- they bring in like super JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like eccentric Team Rocket. Um, so definitely check it out. It's on uh, the Adi Shankar's bootleg universe YouTube channel. That's where you can watch it right now. Or comicbook.com. Or comicbook.com. I mean, hey, I'm trying to plug both of us here. Um, And we will be talking with Adi Shankar uh, and have content from him about this. Because they just, no spoilers, but there's some gratuitous Pokemon Death. Oh yeah! Just so like be yeah. aware, like there, Pokemon there is an, there is an opening fight scene with a Venusaur and a Ninetales that I was just like, what, what, like that, mm-hmm. like for anyone out there who's like, I want those realistic Pokemon fights. This, this is this is for you. It was a weird. It, it was almost so over the top that it kind of felt a bit goofy at some points. Like it felt like mm-hmm. Metalocalypse meets. Pokemon. Yeah, it Beautiful. had a little bit of that Kill Bill aspect, you know, where there's so much gore. It's just like, okay, this is, this is, you know, just, but there, it, 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 yeah. there's a, there's a ton, there's a ton of Pokemon shown mm-hmm. in this, which is really, especially mm-hmm. that boat scene where it just like, like there's a bunch of just water Pokemon sort of captured in a net and there's, you know, like a tentacle and whatnot. And they just open there, up there's, and they fall. There's one scene where he throws a primate up and the primate gets shot in the head. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. But like, I think there's two scenes. One of them, it explores the question of what happens if you try to capture a human in a ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was, was legitimately horrified. Because I was like, never, never again. <laughs> I thought that Christian could not stop laughing when he said, oh yeah, that oh, that scene with the primate. And I'm like, jeez, oh, Christian. <laughs> I, 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 I like, the over the top really just like the, the, the gory to the point where it's, it's humorous. Um, there, there's that movie, like the, the, the hide and seek, the evil hide and seek. Oh movie yeah. That's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And that thing looks so ridiculous. I can't wait to see it. I love that sort of stuff. So, you know, it, it wasn't the violence that turned me off to it, you know, because that, that sort of stuff is so ridiculous. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was funny as heck. Um, but you know, I, I like my Pokemon franchise pure. Yeah. yeah, this definitely isn't something the Pokemon company will ever officially right. well, so recognize. That, so that's what I was going to say. Anything, so like, 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 we'll never get this, obviously, from the no. Pokemon company. But clearly there's an audience for it, right? Like, there is there is a, an audience that, that wants their, you know, it's it's that Zack Snyder audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, they like their stuff a little a little darker. Mm-hmm. Is there is there room for... Not this dark, mm-hmm. but something potentially a bit more serious. Like, obviously more serious than what we got in Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, a bit more of a serious, more serious take on Pokemon. I definitely think so. I don't know if it would ever, in terms of, like, ratings, hit an R. Um, oh, yeah, no. But, like, but I could see, like, like, like a, a I mean, serious, what, like... Pikachu was PG, right? Yeah, like, I could see, like, a serious, thoughtful PG-13, like, exploration of, like, yeah, the concept kind of like this. I could see that. And done well and done respectfully still with probably... Like, probably the thing that would get it most would be, like, language and humor. Mm-hmm. Probably not so much the violence. Right. But 
in no way, shape, or form could I ever <laughs> see the Pokemon company being like, we approve. Um, you, you don't it would think have that- to, everyone who's currently an executive at the company would have to retire or leave. <laughs> well, I <laughs> ask because because there is a generation of fans that is now older, right? Like kind of our age, a little bit older, et cetera, that I would imagine would, you know, the Pokemon company would want to keep that audience. I mean, that audience is also having kids and whatnot. And so there's mm-hmm. still the bubbly, fun, and pure uh, Pokemon that Christian loves so much. Um, but, but I don't know, like, like, a like I would even think like a drama TV series or, mm-hmm. I don't know, it yeah. could be interesting. Well, yeah, I, we were, we were talking about this yesterday back <laughs> and it's like, you know, one of these days we're going to get something that kind of like, we'll, we'll, we'll remember these Pokemon journeys are all with these like kids on the cusp of becoming adults. They're all like 11, 12 year olds, raging hormones. And then like, and the Pokemon world's like, okay, kids, go off on a journey by yourself, no <laughs> parent supervision, go wild. You know, I, I feel like that's, that's the direction that we'll one day get, is like a, an actual examination of what's it like to be a Pokemon trainer in these worlds where you're in <laughs> What's it like to be 12 years old and out living out on your own? Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> like, there's so much drugs and sex going on in the Pokemon world. Like, I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's the angle that we'll get. We won't get this like gratuitous violence type of thing, but we could get some weird stuff. I mean, the Pokemon company hired Junji Ito, who's like yeah, one of the craziest horror manga creators of all time, just like one of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And they, they they hired him to do some really creepy stuff with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I feel like they, they realize there's an audience here for that sort of stuff. It's just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want the kids finding this. Yeah. Or if you yeah. want the kids finding it, you want them not to realize what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like now that Hoffer has said that, if it's not like a like a salacious mm. higher rating, like a horror film. Mm. Like yeah. bring me Haunter or like right. bring me something like that. Yeah. Like like a horror actual like embracing. It might not have like the show deaths and stuff, but like a legitimate horror film mm. like yeah. totally doable and they've hinted at that in the anime from time to time but then they've always interrupted every serious moment with gags <laughs> so yeah. they just like removed those gags and expanded it yeah like i i'd be scared like, i would so. love a movie where gengar just is like terrorizing like a group of people in a mansion and we never find out what happens to them like leave it ambiguous yeah you know so. that 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 course there's room for that sort of stuff easy now I want or just it. like like poke like psychic Pokemon being used to like reprogram just like yeah yeah like terrifying stuff like I mean heck in Pokemon X and Y they had this entire subplot where um, a Malamar was trying to like take over the world and they were like you know brainwashing humans and stuff it, it like ran for like there was a three or four episode plot line about that mm-hmm. where just like evil squid monsters are like brainwashing humans and Pokemon. And getting them to do their will to take over the world. Yeah. Like we could we could absolutely have stuff like that. Just you know, I, I feel like if you focus on the fact that we're forcing animals to fight each other, mm-hmm. you know, that, that 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 knocks over the entire house of cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just no no more edgelord Pokemon, but you know. Yeah. All right. All right. When we get back, we are going to talk more Sword and Shield, and have the fans started to revolt? More on that when we get back. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right. Sword and Shield news came out last week from E3. Mm. And the elephant in the room, when we talked about it here, mm-hmm. was that not a, there is no national Pokedex. Not every Pokemon's going to be in the game. Mm-hmm. People are pissed. They are living. People, people lost it. It's, it's insane. I, uh, I, I debated whether or not we should even talk about this more because I didn't want to give this the time of day. But this is the, this is the conversation of the week in the Pokemon uh community so uh so i figure we should probably talk about it so you know after this announcement got made people people lost it they they totally revolted against game freak they called them a shoddy company that they didn't know what they were doing when it came to the pokemon franchise and now people are getting really stupid about it where they're like comparing pokemon sword and shield to pokemon stadium and saying oh the the animation in pokemon stadium is better than pokemon sword and shield (laughs) Look, look at these examples. And it's like, no, that that's really dumb. No. Um, I mean, it's like mass hysterics, but yeah. well, it's so so a lot of it is stemming from the 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 core root that people are having an issue with is mm-hmm. uh, if you if you haven't heard yet, you know, in Sword and Shield, you will not be able to bring over any Pokemon that that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, there will only be a set amount in the game. They have not said who's coming and who's not. Um, but there's like 170 Pokemon species confirmed just so far. Mm-hmm. So, and, and and Sun and Moon had how many? 450. Mm-hmm. So, um, but and from one angle, I can see potentially where where this is coming from, right? Because mm-hmm. this is the first game for the switch mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is a decided upgrade from every other game that we have seen in the franchise before mm-hmm. the pokemon company is going all out and in introducing things like pokemon home and there you know there's a ton of pokemon available for you in um you know in in pokemon go and so uh you know then they, you know, they had the previous stuff with with bank and and, and all of that stuff yeah. That on on paper it feels like this is something that they were basically building towards, mm-hmm. building towards a a a true next gen game, right? Because because I don't I don't count the graduation from you know the Game Boy to the you know Game Boy Advance to the 3DS and all that jazz. I don't count that at really as more like next generation type stuff because that was basically the same engine with you know on on a on the same platform. The Switch to me is a is is while yes you can bring it on the go and whatnot, it's truly a, a different environment 
than the Game Boy games have, have than the Game Boy games have been. Yeah. And so you would think that you would hope that they were given more time to bring more stuff in and make it a truly next gen giant game experience. Because I think if if this was a game that would have been on the PlayStation or the Xbox, mm-hmm. you would have gotten every single Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the the I think the money and the resources that would have gone into a game that would have gone to a console, a true like a heavy duty console, is different than I would say potentially the resources for for the Switch. But look, like we have stuff like we the video game industry right now has been filled with all these like horror stories about crunch. Absolutely. You know, we get these games like Red Dead Redemption 2 where it comes out that these people are working like 120 hour weeks or like the stupid right. stupid things. And the games, you know, the like Red Dead Redemption 2 was fine, but it's like, you know, did we really need to see like, you know, they had horse testicles that, you know, <laughs> would drop based on the weather conditions. <laughs> was, was that really necessary? And, and that, you know that probably not. But yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> so so we, we we hear stories like that, and they straight up said, "Listen, we had a limited amount of time. Yep. Uh, we wanted to make sure the, the the animation needed to be better here. You know, the if you take a look at Pokemon Let's Go and you compare it to um, Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon, the, the the animations are totally different. They, these look like real creatures. They 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 have Three times as many animations. Yep. Just yep. You know, standing there. They're, they're not just static Pokemon like mm-hmm. they were before. That stuff takes time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think they didn't have the time and they didn't have the manpower. And I don't think that it was a case of like, oh, well, they were being cheap about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they just simply realized that because Nintendo wants them to put out a Pokemon game every single year. It's been that way for six, seven years now. Mm-hmm. Going back, you know, at least Pokemon Sun, um, you know, so this is the fourth consecutive year that we've had a Pokemon game. They only have two programming teams. Yeah. Uh, they, they just have a limited amount of resources, and they decided, and, like, listen, I'm not happy that we're <laughs> not getting a national index either. I'm not, like, defending that decision. I, I would have rather had a delay in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, yes. and so, but this thing, like, like, the, like, another, other big news that came out of, um, the Nintendo presentation at E3 is like they they delayed Animal Crossing. Yeah, and people Be- lost their crap about it. Right. Yeah. But but I would rather people lose their crap about them delaying a game mm-hmm. uh, for that than you know. Well, the but Animal Crossing not Animal Crossing not Pokemon. We know Pokemon's going to sell. This game's going to sell bonkers. You know, right. just because mm-hmm. people are whining about it, it's still going to sell really well. This is their big winter release mm-hmm. like this this is the this is the game that's going to be under everyone's christmas trees and given to people at hanukkah and all the other holidays this is that game mm-hmm. animal crossing mm-hmm. not that game if, if they put it out for holiday season <laughs> you know it would do okay because right. we haven't gone crossing in what six seven years <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's not gonna do one numbers i mean let's let i mean it's just it's let's be realistic i don't think delay was an option for yeah. I mean, I'm not happy. Like I said, I'm not happy about this either. Like, I'm not when defending. When they don't include Bulbasaur, he's going to lose his shit. Yeah. The thing, that, <laughs> the thing that I have the conversation, that I've had multiple conversations about with people online or in the office or mm-hmm. with my friends, is that 
I mean, Hoffer just said it. The del- delay was not an option for Nintendo. They had. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to make that Q4 money. Yeah, they had Let's Go come out. It did well, and they need that Q4 money. It's very much a business decision, and we're not privy to all those details. Mm-hmm. But the thing yeah. that really struck me is, I mean, not only did they delay, um, you know, Animal Crossing, but the more Game Freak has talked about it and Nintendo has talked about it, saying that they didn't want to crunch the staff that they had more so than necessary um, because they didn't want to expand their resource pool for, you know, making this project necessarily. Um, For me, that still just kind of seems unfair. They might, yeah, they might not be making these people work 120 hours like the people who worked Mm -hmm. on Red Dead Redemption, but they are coming out with a kind of subpar product. And so the thing that I keep comparing it to is that Pokemon Sword and Shield is going to be like Skyward Sword for the Zelda franchise. It came out, was a very well-received story, and it has the worst gameplay mechanics. Everyone (laughs) hates how the game functionally operates. But whatever comes next, whatever Nintendo learns from this and is working on with Game Freak for next... In my belief and in my hope, it'll be like Breath of the Wild. I wouldn't necessarily go as far as say it, it was it's going to be a subpar game. I think because the things that we're we're asking for more um, would be additive, as opposed to mm-hmm. like you know sort of you know, eliminating the the experience. I mean, sure, being able to bring other other Pokemon in and as part of that experience is a thing. Like I've saw some people being like, I brought my I brought my Squirtle along to every game, and you know I've yeah. been able to play with it. You know. He's a family member to me, basically, mm-hmm. and I and I get that. Yeah, but what we've said is like this: this game is going to make bonkers money. Mm-hmm. Surely they know it's going to make bonkers money. Mm-hmm. Why not bring in additional resources well, to get to potentially that, get it done? I think that's a very valid argument. Without being able to dig into game freaks, I mean, let, let's let's realize that the Pokemon Company is only one third owned by Game Freak. Unlike Nintendo, you know, Game Freak solely relies on that Pokemon money. They mm-hmm. they don't have like the extra resources here, um, you know. So they they only see like a third of this, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that makes an impact. I mean, we we look at Pokemon and say it's a billion dollar franchise, but Game Freak still it's a relatively small company. It only has I think between a hundred and a hundred and fifty employees, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know. Bringing in like another programming team of twenty to thirty people, I mean, would it really make that much of a difference in terms of sales? I mean, Here, you guys, you guys know me. I'm a banker by trade, <laughs> and I, I look at this as a cost benefit thing. And I don't. I, I think that they just took a look at it and realized that hiring on that more staff wouldn't result in a significant increase of sales. Now, I think they blew the um, explanation here. Yes. And I think that people <laughs> would be a lot less pissed if they said, listen, when this game comes out, we're not going to have the full Pokemon, the, every Pokemon in here, but we're going to add like 20 a week or something like that, or even 20 a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like people would be like, oh, well, that's kind of sucky, but I guess I get it. And, you know, when the next game comes out, they'll have the full national Pokedex, and that'd be fine. And mm-hmm. I, I think that, honestly, because of the backlash, we're going to get something like that. Eventually, you will get every every Pokemon available in Pokemon Sword and Shield, I guarantee it. Yeah, that's very much what I think. Well, but then so. the question becomes, though, is is will Sword and Shield break the get-a-game-every-year cycle, if that's the case? If they add more to Sword and Shield over the course of the year? 
Well, because that's a lot. I mean, if you're saying even if it was 20 Pokemon a month, that is a lot to mm-hmm. be adding for 12 months. Yeah. And so, well, they they do have another Pokemon series game. It's called the Let's Go series. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that's being worked on. And when you Detective have the Pikachu app- sequel. Yeah, got the Detective Pikachu sequel. That's made by Creatures. Um, Still. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but no, you, you have these additional Pokemon franchise games that you can rely on on the off years. I think that the plan was always to introduce Let's Go as a casual Pokemon game that would act as a second series of games for them. And I wouldn't be surprised if in 2020 we get Pokemon Let's Go Johto. Mm-hmm. The, the assets would already be done. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're, they're making assets for both games. And so, you know, that part of the job will already be done if they're pumping out 20 Pokemon a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that would be fine. After people play Sword and Shield, though, do you think there's going to be an appetite for a Let's Go Johto? Yeah, I think so I mean, for the nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think there was going to be an appetite for Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee, and I was wrong. I was super wrong. People well, love that. Game. But I think that. But I think a lot of that was because it was. It looked more way different than Sun and Moon did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so I think like once, my I think my concern is that once you go into the the world and the the visuals of of Sword and Shield, can you necessarily go? Can you go back? I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, my four year old plays. Pokemon Let's Go, he's not going to play Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he can do literally everything in Pokemon Let's Go. He, he, he couldn't do everything in Pokemon Sword and Shield. And right. so, you know, I, I think that there is definitely an appetite for that more casual gamer, the people who don't have the time to collect them all, but, you know, can go and play a remake, get that nostalgia fix, sit down, play it with their kids, or, mm-hmm. you know, Enjoy kind of the more cosmetic stuff. Like, I want to play with Pikachu. I want my Pikachu to sit on my shoulder this entire time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that with Sword and Shield, but you'll get that with Pokemon Let's Go, whatever the next game will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, to kind of, like, relate it, like, the Let's Go, like, E3, Nintendo is doing this again with Link. We're going to have a Breath of the Wild sequel eventually, yeah. but we're going to have Link's Awakening, which is a direct remake with just, like, dungeon additions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, it's going to pull in, like, those nostalgic players even though they still have the game boy game so yeah and it's it's a yeah and that that's that's the thing i think nintendo really wants to keep those popular games like in circulation Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean they straight up said well it's been 26 years since you could play Link's awakening Mm -hmm. so we we wanted to make sure people could play that game people like that game Mm -hmm. so uh, we'll get the same thing i mean it's been and 15 years since we got Pokemon Heart Gold and uh, Soul Sheet Silver. Mm. So, is there a if, is there a Pokemon that if it is not included in Sword and Shield, you guys will be super sad about? Vaporeon. You're getting Vaporeon. That's not a, that's a yeah. That, that, yeah. You that, that's a thing like the Bulbasaur. But you know, even if we don't get Bul- you know, we'll get Bulbasaur. He's already animated. We'll get all 151. Is he? The- is he animated though? Yes, he was in Let's Go. But but they're not taking they're not taking the Let's they, Go animations. They are. Oh, are they? Yeah. No, I missed that. Yeah, the, the, it's the same they animations. Look different. Not that different. I mean, the the people look different. The Pokemon don't look different. Mm. I mean, it's the people. Like you, you're not going to be running around with this like oversized head character. I mean that that's the big thing. It's 
that's how Pokemon Sword, uh, Let's Go was, was you had this <laughs> massive head running around, and they did away with that. But, you know, the Pokemon are the same. Hmm. All I know is I'm on the Vaporeon Protection Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah Vaporeon, Vaporeon will be fine, unless they totally cut out Eevee, which would be... That would be the dumbest thing that the Pokemon company would ever have do. to do, is let, let's get rid of Eevee, like the second yeah. most popular Pokemon of our franchise. That would yes. be like, oh yeah, we have this Pokemon game that doesn't have Pikachu. Like, what's yeah. even the point? I will just admit, like, I wasn't super mad about the national decks, because I knew it was going to happen at some point, and I've yeah. never been a person who's ever cared to do the national decks. I always try to just get the regional and focus my team on that for whatever reason. But they got rid of Eevee. It's over. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm rioting. I will make All right. an online. Well, then, then I'm going. Then I'm going to change my question and say, outside of the the 151, mm. if there's a Pokemon they don't include, would you be unhappy for? Unhappy mm. for? Not, not really. I mean, so, some of the ones I would be kind of annoyed about, like Lucario's, we know is already in the game. I mean, I think they know which Pokemon they need to have. Not, not all Pokemon are created equally. You know, there there's 900 Pokemon. Like, I I don't need like some random like Finneon or something like that. Like, I I, I don't care. About that. You know, like any Gen Five Pokemon, I don't I don't care about them. Like, there's like two that I like. Mm. You know, <laughs> all those Gen Five stands about to come after Christian. That, uh, he, that is a uh, Seahoffer Seabus on Twitter. Yes, uh, <laughs> direct to, all complaints. Direct all Gen Five. Uh, complaints those, to those Christian. Those are good games. Those are good games. It's just, you know, like, that that was one of those things where it's like, there's, there's they, they stretched a little too thin on those uh, on those Pokemon. <laughs> there's like 126 of them or something like that. There's a ton of new Pokemon. There's yeah. just too many. Just too many. Do we think all the legendaries will be no. available? No. I doubt it. I we just have know a... they better have Bearware, which is not a legendary, but yeah. it's literally yeah. all I care about. Yeah, yeah, beware. Is it bearware? Is that how you call it? Say it. I've always said bearware. I know it's right, beware. So is it beware? beware? Yeah. But I always called it bearware because I was like, that's yeah. funnier. <laughs> I was about to say, did I miss something in the anime? <laughs> no, bearware. <laughs> See, no. that's why I was making sure we all said Kyogre the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyogre, Suicune. Yeah. Suicune. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know that uh, if you like our show, you can leave us a review uh, mm-hmm. on the show? And I don't know why I have Snapchat open. I'm trying to pull up uh, the, a review to mm-hmm. read. Uh, we if we read reviews? your review on the air, if you leave us a five-star review and we read it uh, in an episode, you can hit us up um, on Twitter, email, or whatever. You can go editor at comicbook.com. Um, and we will send you a comicbook.com shirt. I am working on trying to get a Wild Podcast Has Appeared shirts made. Yes. Uh, I just got some Comic Book Nations one made. And so this is just the, the next step sort of in in that process. Uh, we have gotten uh, we got quite a few over the last week, uh, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. since our last episode, which is really, really cool. Um, I am going to read one of them and save the other one for next week, just in case. Uh, and this one, uh, because I loved the subject... Uh, Professor Oak Approved Podcast by Seacoes1993. I look forward to this podcast every week. I religiously keep up with all things Pokemon, so it's nice to know that I am not the only one. The Pokefacts are great. 
I love this podcast more than Spyoink loves its pearl and <laughs> more than Polywog loves flashing its insides. Listen to the episodes <laughs> to understand that one. Thank you. That, that is how someone that we oh, know yes. has gone through, has either listened from the very beginning or heard us talk about it, went back, listened to some old episodes, and got him some good Pokemon knowledge. Yeah. So yep. thank you, Seacos 1993. That was a great review. That was a five out of five review. Thank you. Five out of five review. Thank you very much for that. And uh, with that, Christian, what's our fact of the week? All right, I'm ready. So this is quite possibly, uh, I got inspired here uh, by the six-word horror story uh, hashtag that was going around on Twitter. Uh, while we don't have one of those in the Pokedex, we do have an incredibly short but creepy story. Uh, and the question is this. What Pokemon was once a human child? <gasps> I think I maybe know this. I don't. Do you know this one? I don't know, and I don't want to look stupid. Well, but you have to, we have to guess, oh, so okay. I'm going to let you go first this time. Ah. I mean, there's a couple of possible answers here. So I, uh, I want I feel That's like I feel like someone told me it was once like Mimikyu, but no, no, that okay. that that's a different ghosty, creepy thing, uh, <gasps> which we'll want to do. You got you got to guess again. I mean, I want to guess one of the the ghost type Pokemon, so I'm gonna it go ghastly. It's it not a not ghost. Ghastly. It's not a ghost type Pokemon. Although we there is Phantom, which is I almost used the Phantom one this week. Which Phantom is actually the uh, souls of lost children in the woods, mm. uh, which that's that's super creepy. Yikes. But no, this is actually not a dead child. This is a child transformed into a Pokemon. Uh, in Pokemon Fire Red, there's a Pokedex entry that reads something along the lines of, "It happened one day. A young child with extra sensory powers turned into a Kadabra," and that's that's the Pokedex entry. Okay, that's the entire Pokedex entry. Is just a so kid it's not even not even an Abra that evolved into a Kadabra. It's just a no. kid transformed into a Kadabra. Yep, he he had ESP and a, like some like Frank Kafka metamorphosis <laughs> type stuff. You know, he just one day woke up and he he was a Kadabra. But then where do Abra? Where does Abra? I don't want to go down this rabbit well, hole. This is yeah. I mean that it the. That it, uh, so yeah, okay. I, I, well, so 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 that's just one Kadabra. One Kadabra out there used to be a, a human. Yeah, well, okay. it, it happened at least once. Who at knows how once. many times it happened to? Maybe that was the first Kadabra, and he like hooked up with the Ditto. No, we're good. We're, we are good ending this conversation right now before we get a restricted rating. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, there we go. That's a fun one. I enjoy that. That's a good one to tell at a, at a dinner party. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll bounce back to a non-creepy one next week. Here's the, here's the thing with these things. Sometimes I don't really know how to transition out of these uh, because I am yeah. just so... Shell shocked. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where we go from this because every implication from this story is disturbing. I'll tell you where. I'll tell you where we'll go. We're going to go to iTunes or to Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, and uh, I'm going to make sure 
that I am subscribed to this podcast. Uh, if I'm not, it would be really bad of me not to be. But then I'm going to take the link and send it to my friends, send it to my family. Mm-hmm. I'll probably mm-hmm. post it on Facebook and say, hey, this is a podcast that we do. You should listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would remind my friends that if you left a five-star uh, review on iTunes and we read it on the air, you get a free T-shirt. Uh, this show comes out every Thursday, so make sure you come back here next Thursday, same time, same place. Uh, Megan will not be back from Anime X. Wait, will you? That's not I, until like July, right? That's the first yeah. week of July. First week of July. So we got some time. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, I haven't left you. We'll be talking about the North American Pokemon Championships because oh, I we will. Love it. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm bringing my kiddo to meet Pikachu. That's exciting. the dream, truly. I like how it, came, it was Nashville last or well, Worlds was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Worlds. This year, Worlds, I think, is in D.C. Yeah. And Worlds was in Nashville, but you get Nationals in, in Columbus. Yeah. So that's nationals nice. is usually either in Indianapolis or Columbus. Are there any cool exclusives yeah. at Nationals or? Uh, any exclusives? We'll, we'll get a, we'll get a, like, some sort of uh, Pokemon that you can stick in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Mm. But in that, no, well, no, I, I just think. meant more like, because I imagine they'll have a Pokemon Center there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it won't be like what they do with the worlds. They don't promote it as heavily. Actually, last time I went to nationals, they didn't have a Pokemon Center. Oh, um, they did a few years ago. Uh, the last, uh, not the last time it was here in Columbus, but the second to last time. Because for worlds, I got my my Pikachu playing. They get to playing his guitar. Yeah, they had a yeah. rhinestone cowboy they, Pikachu. They, they, they don't make the cool merchandise for nationals like they do for worlds, but you'll still be able to get a lot of Pokemon merchandise there if they have the Pokemon Center. Which I hope they do. But they'll at least have Pikachu and probably Eevee. Um, so it'll be worth it just to go down and show my kid that. Sweet. There you go. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, okay. Totally derailed me, but that's okay. Because now... <laughs> All right. Duh. Every Thursday. So next week, we're going to talk about uh, Nationals. Christian will be there. We'll talk about his experience there. And I'm sure something uh, will upset uh, Pokemon fans about Sun and Moon uh, that we'll, we'll we'll get to talk about next week. Um, with that, you can find me on Twitter at Jim Biscardi. I am at Megan Peter CB. And I am at Seahoffer Seabus. Which is for Columbus. That's what Which is for. And remember, we said direct all complaints to All Hoffer. Gen 5 complaints go to I, Anything I else? Am, you want to talk the, about uh, Pokemon Go? You want to talk about uh, Sword and Shield stuff? You can hit Megan and I up. All your Gen 5 hate goes to... Uh, I, 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 I can talk about nice things, too. Uh, Give me some nice things. I don't trust you. You're, you, you <laughs> Bulbasaur. You, talk to him about Bulbasaur. <laughs> you, you are probably the more shining, guiding light of the three of us. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go with that. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, folks.